We're live for the big ball. Hello. Hey, get in here. Dallas is about to start. Welcome to the Ewing Barbecue, where you can't always get what you want, but you'll find sometimes you get what you need. My name is Mary. You get what you need. I'm Sarah. Mary's got a blue eyeshadow on too. I, I, she yeah, has I, blue eyes. I never wear blue eyeshadow. She's channeling Jenna Way. Baby's got. Now blue I'm. Eyes. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm, I'm wearing blue and gold. Things I never wear. So, uh, quick, quick update here. April 21st to 23rd at the VBC South Hall in Huntsville, Alabama. Armory Cats will be. What? That, that's like so close to me. Go over and say hello if you can. Obviously, Linda Gray not appearing at Chiller anymore, but... Damn it! Palm Springs, June 13th, we have... Uh, the Dallas cast has grown to eight. I can't believe I'm not going. Patrick Duffy, Linda Gray, Charlene Tilton, Steve Keneally, Audrey Landers, Joan Van Ark, and now Kathy Podwell and Cherie Wilson have joined. And speaking of Cherie, she has her Yellow Rose Gala Foundation fundraiser... Th- on April 15th, which is, I believe, Saturday in Dallas. So if you're down there and you want to get tickets, look up the Yellow Rose Gala Foundation. I will repost our podcast with her tomorrow so people can hear that. And I know we're out of order. You want to do your Patreon thing, but I'll just throw the birthdays quickly. Okay, do birthdays. Tomorrow, April 13th, Howard Keel would be 104. Stephanie Blackmore, Serena is 75 serena 75 My, yep god i feel really fucking old anyway. michael aldridge who played uh detective horton not horton here's a who but detective horton uh will be 82 april 14th randolph powell with this beam skin rug will be 73. April 15th, Lois Childs, our own Holly Harwood. Born in 1947, so 76? Yes, 76. 76, yes. And let's jump to next week. I don't know if he is on with us yet, but our own Tyler Banks, John Ross number one that was credited. Not the uncredited baby. Uh, April 19th, 1979, he will be 44. Little baby John Ross, 44 years old. And that is that for now. Cool. Because next next week we have Ken Kershaw's death anniversary, too. I'd like to also say hi to our 80s life. And uh, is it Ian or Ian McPherson? are in our chat right now so welcome hello our 80s life will be in palm springs and they will try to cover all the action for us oh i wish i could be there me too um okay so me too. quick shout out to our patreon members brendan Phillip, captain america sheen pie justin ware marie johnson michael Jason Gregory, Jason Carter, Laura Bernheim, Brad Mulholland, Anita Wren, and Kristen Carlano. Thank you. You guys are rad as always. We love you guys. The numbers are growing. And a little heart. Growing. So who else on our chat besides Amy is coming to Chiller? Uh, let's just see if anyone else out there is coming. I don't know. And we may, we may have some more guests in the not-too-distant future for everybody. Mm-hmm. So tonight, 
We are talking about Season 6, Episode 4, Episode 107 of the series, The Big Ball, which is the very first Oil Baron's Ball that we see, anyway. What's really waiting for you to sign for? Only John Ross. And JR. No matter how much you think he's changed, you know what your life with him would be if you marry him. Well, I'm not so sure that I am going to marry him. You're announcing that memorial scholarship in Daddy's name, especially at the All Barons Ball. Well, it, it mean the world, Mama. I'll never feel for anyone the way I felt for you. Then things really haven't changed between us. I don't know what old Jock would have said about this. Maybe Miss Ellie could speak for him. I love um, Oil Baron. Those are my favorite episodes. I mean, I love them. Like, seriously. I like I like these along with the barbecues, weddings, anything where everybody is thrown. Yeah. Yep, every where everybody is thrown oh, together. together. Yeah, good so call, good. rodeos. Yes, mm-hmm. love them. Oh, we have someone in. He's in Scotland. Yeah, wow. I would guess. Well, the name like that—that's from that's very it's very Scottish. Hmm. If it's not Scottish, it's crap. Oh, McPherson. That one? Yeah. We both did terrible Scottish accents. If it's not Scottish, it's crap. Okay, I'm going to sound really stupid, but Mr. McPherson, what time is it there? I I just want to know. Six hours from Eastern time, so... One in the morning? Well, we're 7.12, so that would be 2.12 in the morning? Or before? One twelve. One twelve. I'm sorry. I'm just from Alabama. I can't do math. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That oh, really no, sad. wait. Oh, yeah. Okay, because we move our clocks earlier than oh, right. other people. Right. So, yeah, it's it's midnight over there. What part of Scotland are you from? Because I love Scotland, and I have been there. I even took uh, Scottish Gaelic classes for two years. And, I have uh, enemies in Dundee. I have enemies in Dundee. In Dundee, eh? Okay. Yeah, so I will not set foot in that, that cesspool of a city. <laughs> I don't think it's a cesspool i mean there's not there's no cesspools <gasps> the yeah, isle of sky are you kidding me oh what huh he's from the isle of sky which that is that just sounds I, like the isle of sky i wish i could do an irish accent shit it, well it's I not can't. irish it's scottish <clears throat> scottish they're different uh, yeah there's a different like uh like a yeah it's totally different. yeah yeah, yeah. You know who can probably do a great one is jake wardle who was in season three of twin peaks well he can he do like every gl- accent yeah yeah i love watching his uh feed I can do a lot of accents. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, really I'm, I'm looking exactly. Drink I have, up. Oh, here we, we go. have Fabi- Fabiano and Souza from Brazil. Mm. On. Hello, awesome. Brazil. Hello. One of my very best friends is coming to visit tomorrow, and her boyfriend is coming. He lives in the U.S., but he is from Brazil, and they're coming tomorrow. And I'm so excited. Fun. Okay. Okay. Episode. So this was written and directed by Larry Katzman. That's a twofer. Larry Leonard. <laughs> Leonard. I did the, I, how many times have I done that, Larry? Like, <laughs> I'm just I gonna mean, call him Larry from now. Like we're best say, friends. Like that's yeah, we're personal hey-o. buddies. Hey, old Larry. I can't speak tonight, which is not good because we're live, and I can't edit this all out because normally I would. When did you start uh, drinking? Just as like I was not even pre-partying. I was me not. either. So me either. I, so. I have no reason. Just I'm my mouth doesn't work sometimes. Okay, um, this aired originally October twenty second, nineteen eighty two. On October 22nd, 1982, the number one billboard hit in the U.S. was Jack and Diane by John Cougar, still. And Jack in, and Diane. And the U.K. was Past the Ditchy by Musical Sucking on year. a chili dog. Um, 
again. The number one film in the U.S. was First Blood, starring Sylvester Stallone. And the top news stories from this week are automaker John DeLorean, you know, who made the DeLorean, like Back to the Future, was arrested on cocaine charges, which is like the most 80s headline ever. And um, So that's how they really got the fuel in the flux capacitor, it was yeah. cocaine. Um, and then a, coke- a private funeral service was held for Bess Truman, who was the former first lady of the United States. Mm, cocaine capacitor. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's a little bit easier to get a hold of than plutonium. So, you know. Yes. Good that day. movie scares me that part. That's why I don't like those vans anymore because of that scene in Back to the Future. Uh, <laughs> well, those vans are scary anyway. Just like a, uh, like a, said, a white, uh, like, raper van. And Yeah. No. El Camino yeah. scare me too. Libyans. <laughs> I just think of like, hey, get in my car. That's what I think of. <laughs> like for candy. Ah. <laughs> See, Bobby Daniels just answered Isis's question as I was waiting to answer it. But thank What's you. That? See that? Uh, was this the one where Jock wins the uh, oil baron posthumously? No, this is no. the one where the scholarship is announced. Yeah, this is the very first one we see, which is the uh, third. There have been thirty or twenty nine we haven't seen, I guess, and this is the one we do see. And this episode fell to number twenty six. No, no, just kidding. Okay, no, like, it, it went from tw- it went from number twelve to number three. Okay, Punk's real name is Marvin. Yeah, which uh, and then there was um, recycle of the name Anderson because we had Maynard, Maynard Anderson. This is the uh, the mention of the Jock Ewing scholarship that we mentioned here was taken so seriously by viewers that SMU received numerous inquiries and established a real scholarship for film students. They did? Yes, oh, they did. Oh, my God. I wonder if it's still going. That's amazing. We'll have to look that up. Can yeah. somebody out there look that up, please? Uh, yeah, that, that's cool. This was the first of seven Oil Baron's Balls seen on the show. The others were seen in seasons. I'm going to – I have to add one to everything that Barbara Curran says. So yeah. seasons 7 through 12. Because it's the old numberings. Yeah, and it was based on a real social event, the Cattle Barons Ball, which they showed in the new series. Mm. And it's an annual benefit put on by the Dallas chapter of the American Cancer Society. Oh. Cast members did frequently attend the Cattle Barons Ball. And according to Steve Keneally, before the Who Shot JR phenomenon, real Dallasites used to say they hated the show and that they didn't know anybody like JR. And afterwards, after Who Shot JR, they're, oh, how realistic that is, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Larry and Mai Hagman got involved in raising funds for the Cattle Barons Ball, and several real-life Dallas Society matrons actually became extras in Oil Barons Ball scenes throughout the series. That makes sense. This episode was Jared Martin's only appearance in season six, not five. (laughs) His new wife also appears in this episode, and it's very ironic that her name is Linda, which was an inside joke of Linda Gray. Oh, was it? I wondered. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Okay. Well, we open on, uh, we're starting big in this episode. Like it's big, go big or go home. There's like an overhead shot of like a big yacht club with some exciting, fancy music. But it's not Lake Tacapa. It is. Well, thank No, it is not Lake Tacapa. It's Tacapa. I am Tacapa. <laughs> this is not Tacapa. This is some way fancier place where Holly Harwood has her yacht. And she has summoned JR all the way there. I guess it's a ways to get there. I don't know how far, but JR is put out. 
Mostly because she's not yeah. putting up, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, 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 at least some, at least someone's put out. Jr. is put out because he has to travel there. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Oh, you had me come all this way for ifs and maybes," and she's just like laying there, sunning herself, not worrying at all. And she's like, "Well, we can meet in my office in Dallas if you want to." But no, he can't do that because then he needs the connection to be private. Right. He needs to be. He wants us on the DL. He needs to be that little Wizard of Oz man behind the curtain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, she finally like tells him that she's already given like the go ahead for the refinery like before this, and he just gets instantly pissed. She's already messing with him. She. There. This is definitely like a little like vying for control in this scene. One upsmanship and gamesmanship. Yeah. Is what you're yeah, saying? yeah. 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 Exactly. She's. She's like showing him. I own seventy. What she literally says. I own seventy five percent of this company. Remember that. Yeah. And then he says he makes the decisions and she does what she's told. And she's like. Mm. And then he brings up uh, why he doesn't like doing business with women. JR, I get the feeling our relationship has changed somehow. Oh, no, no, it's exactly the same. I make the decisions and you do as you're told. That's not what I meant. Well, what is it then? Did I upset you when I turned down your little pass the other day? Well, you did remind me that doing business with women can be a very frustrating situation. Right. So why don't you hit, why oh, don't you hit that bell? Hold on. I didn't put the bell next to me, but he finds working with women to be frustrating. And it's because she didn't have sex with him. So that leads me to the question of like, do you have sex with the men? Like what? 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 And if anybody out there has comments on scenes, please, by all means, post them so we can read them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Add to the yeah, conversation. Yeah. I love to answer questions yes. on the spot. You guys add in for with us. The show. Oh, and here, check out my, this is my my trash bell. It has a little smiley face on it. And my <laughs> your crazy, Isn't that called crazy your, horn. Your, That's my your crazy F, horn. Your, your F-U-J-R bell. It well, is, if yeah. somebody does something crazy, you're going to get called out by the Sarah. Yeah. There's a mm. lot of crazy in the show, so it's very useful. She calls him on his shit. She's like, I think I upset you by telling you that, like, I'd rather have sex with your brother. Uh, I thought my telling you that I preferred your brother to you might have ruffled your feathers some. I don't care if you want to be with two chimpanzees and a goat. I only make an offer once. You do as you're told. We'll leave it at that. Let's do just that. So let's just do business and leave it at that. And she's like, yeah, let's do that. Business, business. Let's do the business. And I feel like at that moment, the relationship kind of cools a little bit. Hmm. Just a wee bit. And then we cut to the Southern Cross. Sue Ellen and Dusty are, oh my gosh. are strangers. So Dusty rides up to Sue Ellen in the tightest white hot pants that are also uh, bell bottoms. Like, I can't not look at his junk in the seat. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got. I got to cut it. Cut it. Junk, as right, in boils, right Baron's balls. I, I, I'm sorry. If do people have such low self-esteem for their parts, they call it junk. I don't, I don't know. know. 
Maybe. I, I, I never I never liked that term. It's Your junk. But I mean, give me the jewels, the family jewels. That seems not. If there's a better you, term you, other than jewels, okay. You you know you've gone into a recession when it goes from the jewels to the junk. <laughs> True. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, so yeah. yeah, he's just they're just, and I don't think he Dusty blinks this entire scene. He is just like staring at her like. <laughs> but he has his ascot. He, oh, well, that's just, fucking it's, ascot. It's dusty. Of course he does. That's right. I can say package. How about package? Mm-mm. It's package. No. <laughs> <laughs> See, that makes me think it's like a surprise. It's Chris's package. <laughs> no, it's not. Balls are ugly. Take, you know? So junk is like, ooh, you got garbage in your pants. Package is like surprise, but it's really not. Ooh, surprise, it's saggy. <laughs> Danger noodle. Yes. <laughs> rope no. Surprise, it's a dick no in a box. <laughs> it's a dick in a box. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Dusty balls. That's what Kyle, Kyle Lux said. Dusty balls. Dusty balls. <laughs> that was a good one, Josh. Okay, High five. No, Josh, I got the... That's not crazy. No. This is from Kyle. No. This is from Kyle. No, this is from our listener. Yeah. This is from our listener. Oh, well, you get this. Yay! That was a good one. Dusty balls. I love it. And Isis uh, said, uh, yeah, Jair was mad that Holly preferred Bobby over him. And it's like, well, obviously. And this is an oil, this is an oil baron's ball up. So there are a lot of balls in this episode. <laughs> yep. Ba-dum-bum. Ah, mm. <laughs> oh, it's great. Dusty will always have feelings for him, but he, but he's moved on. Really? Yeah. Like he's being really sort of intense and weird and, um, He's like, well, we'll find out why. He's insisting that they put everything behind him. And she's like, yeah, but like how we feel about each other and our relationship really hasn't changed, right? And he's like, his penis works again. Sorry. And uh, she's not getting why he's so intense, Uh, but he's being very intense. Um, It's alive. (laughs) He's like, I got a goddamn story for you. He admits that he still has the feels for her. And then after a long stare down, he's like, uh, we got to go back to the house. Because he's oh looking God. at her like he's going to like throw her on the ground, on the grass, if they don't leave that second. Oh, Which God. Could be. Right. His Frankencock is alive. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's alive. <laughs> um, okay. And so then we cut to South Fork, where Ellie and Mavis come home with Ellie's oil prom dress. <laughs> oil prom. <laughs> oil prom. Um, Anita Wren is listening while driving. Hi, Go, Anita. girl. Go. Go, girl. Go. She, she says, Mary looks like a million bucks, and I'm assuming the rest of us look like a buck fifty. Oh, I would say I'm no. probably five cents tonight. No, I'm not going to lie. No. It's been a long day. And I had therapy at three, so just top the day oh, off. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That, but it's okay. I'm okay. Next, the next Oil Baron's Ball, which I think is my favorite episode ever of Dallas next season. We have to wait. Do it up. I mean, I will. Day. I promise. Like, I have yeah. to. It's too bad we don't have virtual backgrounds because we could put the ball behind us. Oh, yeah. That well. sounded bad, too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Not the balls, the ball. <laughs> Same thing. Some people have uniballs. My dog did. Hey, Opie, some... you had one ball? Yeah. Hey, so, Tom Green has one. Yeah. A lot of people do. JR is lounging um, in his robe by the pool, uh, drinking Ugh. a bunch of Bloody Marys. 
Who yeah. knows what time it is? It's like the afternoon. He's like, whatever, I'll have a job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then Mavis goes to leave, and then JR stops her and asks if Punk, Punk and the boys are still going to go ahead and announce that scholarship in Jock's name at the Oil Baron's Ball. He's very fixated. I wonder why. JR fixated? No way. Hi. In this episode, it's like scholarship, 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 scholarship. Mummy, mum, mum, mum. What? Hi. So then she's like, yeah, I don't think that they are because, you know, they don't want to have Ellie. And then he tries like for a second to convince her. And then she's just like, and then he just like realizes that's not the avenue he needs to go. And he lets it go. Yeah, that's right. In chauvinist fashion. If you want something done, a man's going to talk to another man. Right. Well, I guess in this case where the men are actually making that decision, they're the ones that are doing it. So it does make more sense. That's true. um, And then we cut all the way over to Kansas where Ray and Donna arrive at Aunt Lil's house. Aww. And Ray introduces Aunt Lil and Donna. And one of our listeners, and I apologize because I – I did I did not write down their name um, when, but I was going to go back and check in. I didn't because I had a busy day. But they said that Aunt Lil speaks like Bill Clinton, and I can never unhear that now. Okay, so now I need to listen because I, um, yeah, I'll have to write that down. I'll have to <laughs> so, go back and look. <laughs> So whoever you are, let me know that you said that because uh, it Raymond, was amazing. Uh, Raymond, I, I feel your pain. Uh, I, I, I feel your pain. <laughs> Monica, would you like a cigar? Hey, what? Uh, no. <laughs> um, so then Ray's like, they, she invites them into the house and Ray says, oh, well, we got to go to the hotel and drop our stuff off. And she's like, no, 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 you're staying here. And he's like, eh, okay. Um, I didn't even want to come anyway. Yeah, he feels, he looks really uncomfortable. And then, so Dusty and Suellen. Oh, no, oh, that person said that I sounded like Bill Clinton when I did the Aunt Lil impression. Oh. Well, it was funny (laughs) both ways, but now we love you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, Raymond. I think that's because Josh has like one Southern accent. Hey. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not that saying I've, that I am more well versed in Southern accents because I am not. We are not from the okay. South. Our '80s life says we have to talk about Emporia, Kansas, which is a real town near where they live. But these oh. scenes were actually filmed in Wiley, Texas. Oh, good to know. Yeah, let's see. We like this trivia now. Is there, I would say, is there anything that gives away that this is not Emporia? Uh, the little Texas logo on the street sign? No, I'm just kidding. I mean. <laughs> well, but um, our 80s life, we have to talk more about the uh, event in California yes. uh, at some point. Yeah, so. for sure. I have some ideas. That's just me. I always have ideas. <laughs> You're the idea guy. Mm-hmm. So, Dusty and Sue Ellen arrive back at the house to meet Clayton and... A lady. Some blonde woman. Whose name Clayton, is Clayton got himself a Clayton got himself a lady? Dun 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 Clayton's I mean Clayton's Dusty's wife, Linda. 
and Sue Ellen is taken aback. Yeah, you might say that she's um, blindsided. Yeah, just a bit. I like Linda immediately, and I just, I and I, I think we're supposed to like her, but I just really like her. She immediately notices that Sue Ellen is blindsided, like she can see that, and then she's just like. Oh my, like, did you not tell her? Did you not warn her? And he's like, uh, no. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, that's the whole reason you went out there, you know? And he's like, uh, yeah, sorry. Well, she started talking about our relationship and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And <laughs> and so she's like, oh, like, we have you at an unfair advantage because, like, he's told me all about you. And, like, I really wanted to meet you. It's really important because you were important to him. And, like, she's really going out of her way to make Sue Ellen feel okay. So I, I really like Linda. And meanwhile, Clayton is in the background just kind of assessing the scene. Clayton has a lot to... of faces in this scene. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, and then they do start um, talking about having kids. And uh, I feel like, and they say when they have their first little girl, they're going to name her Sue Ellen, which, okay, weird. That's, a, that's it, a little uh, slap in the face. It is a record scratch moment because it is, I mean, literally like Sue Ellen looks like someone hit her across the face and because she's just like, uh, what? And uh, so, yeah, so I guess it's pretty obvious, like, Dusty got his, Dusty got his D back. Dusty can fuck again. Got and, his D back. <laughs> got my D back. And, and I it's also. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. <laughs> and it's also obvious to Swellen and me and everyone else that, like, that happened. And he did not immediately come back to Swellen. The Frankencock has been. He had to practice revived. first before he came back for the, <laughs> the master. Right, 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 right. He needed to master his own domain. I, I bet he did master his own domain quite well. He did. <laughs> but Dusty, okay. what the fuck? Ouch. Ooh, I felt for Swellen in this episode. That's true, yes. Yeah. Back to Emporia, yes. or Wiley, Texas, and Lil is going over funeral arrangements mm-hmm. with them and what's going to happen and the, the, the preacher and Dr. This and Blyman, that. or Dr. Reverend Blyman is going to be performing the service and for Amos. And she wants Ray to say something nice about him since, you know, that was your daddy. Ra- Raymond, Raymond, could you say something nice about your father? <laughs> uh, well... I mean, being being be, being a dumb cowboy, perhaps I could say he wasn't my father. That's the nicest thing I can say about him. Ray well, just decides to disassociate from the entire situation by mowing the lawn. You can totally tell. Um, the whole the whole thing is disassociated. Yeah. Yeah, but we 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 see him cutting the lawn later. We do, but he's immediately like he breaks this. He's like, let's stop talking. Like, oh, you're a lawn. It really needs to be mowed. I'm gonna go do that. But before he does, the my I'm a little. I want that's not even a motorcycle, right? That's like a motorbike. A right? moped, maybe. It's a moped. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a moped. Uh, Michael slash Mickey mopeds up to the house. Who's Lil's you can son. Tell he's got, you can tell he's got a little bit of tood coming in there. Mm-hmm. Major tood. Um, yeah. Because he's just like, 
who like he gives Ray like a bunch of attitude like oh you you oh yeah that's right you work on a farm don't you and Ray's like well it's not really a farm it's a ranch and he's like yeah same thing which <laughs> I guess I would have probably thought the same and, and he's just like well they're different because he's just like yeah whatever okay bye and I don't know if anybody else watched the state but it just reminded me of that sketch where he's like I'm Doug and I'm out of here. <laughs> But de- Definitive Dallas is having some technical issues, so they're going to have to listen to the recording later. Oh, so. okay. We'll miss you. Okay. Just go help yourself to a bourbon and branch on yeah, the way out. Yeah, yeah, And we all agree that he needs a swift kick in the, in the arse. Yeah, Lil's like, he's a nice boy. He just kind of needs a kick in the pants. Raymond, he needs some direction. A firm hand to discipline him. Which, all right. We never find out what happened to Mickey's dad, right? Do we know? I don't think so. Oh, Mickey, you're not so fine. You're not so fine. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Mickey's a little bit fine. Mickey's a little bit fine. His tight pants, too. I mean, it's 82. Yeah. It's all the tight pants. They all have short shorts and tight pants, all of yeah. them. And in and, and another season, we're going to have the half shirts. So it's, mm. it's what it is. So we go to <laughs> South Fork to do our podcast live. I should wear tight pants or short shorts. And no, a half not. Sh- and a half shirt. A jersey. Like a cutoff like football half, jersey. Uh, a cutoff football jersey. Like Peter. Or like Teen Wolf. I better do some sit-ups then. <laughs> what is next? Clayton saying goodnight to Sue Ellen at the Southern Cross. Oh yeah. He he comes to see if she's doing okay. Which Hey Mickey, Lucy will blow your mind. Hey Mickey. She she says she is, but she's obviously With an not ascot. fine. And right, and it's 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 like daggers when she hears Linda calling Clayton dad out in the hallway. Right, and like they're getting obviously getting ready to go to bed in like the room next to hers. It's weird. Like it's really it, weird. It, but, it it reminded me of like good night on Walton Mountain. Everybody's saying good night to each other. Saying good night, John Boy. But like her knowing that in like 15 minutes, she's probably going to have to listen to them having sex at the same time, you know? And she's just like. Hopefully the walls aren't as thin as at South Fork. I mean, she can hear them right now while she's in her room. So yeah, they are that thin. So she starts to cry. And then she calls the ranch and tells Ellie that she's going to be coming back to South Fork post haste. Yeah. So, and she's going to be going to the ball with Jr. True. Let me cut to Amos's funeral. This funeral went Sad. a lot, a lot. It was a lot smaller attended than uh, the funeral I was at in Colorado. And the funeral I was at in Colorado, we were at the cemetery, and the winds were seventy-five miles an hour and persistent. Yikes! We were under a tree. They actually had to clear us out. So there was no wind in Emporia, Kansas. No. In this episode. Yeah, and I feel like in Kansas is kind of known for being windy, right? Yeah, I mean that's how that's how the house got put down on the Wicked Witch of the right. Yeah. Oh. Um. So then Ray afterwards, Ray walks over to his mom's grave and like stops and talks to her, and it's kind of sweet. Yes, Digger did have a bigger funeral than Old Amos, but because Old Amos was a drunk, and all the people there were like five people that weren't related, and they just kind of sprinkled off after the service was over. They just disappeared, and then Michael. Or Mickey, as he wants to be called, just mm-hmm. said, nope, I'm out of here. And he just took off and blew out of town. 
our 80s life says that you can tell that it's not really Kansas because it's not windy. Nice. True. Nice. My sister-in-law lives in Kansas, in Topeka. Ooh. Topeka, which is like tapioca. I think my high school boyfriend lives there. <laughs> You're like, I think. <laughs> I think. Are you Facebook friends with we, him? We were. I was Facebook friends with him very briefly. Are you still dating? Oh, oh God, no. <laughs> not since I was 16 years old. I mean, okay. I'm Facebook friends with like... Maybe two of my ex-boyfriends. The rest we were, is it's just weird. We were friends, and then he got a new girlfriend, and then we weren't friends. And then I was like. Because she said for you not to be friends anymore. That's what happened. Probably. Just so you know. And I was just like, <laughs> all right. And you're like, okay. I'm not exactly nope. a threat. Yeah. But I'm like, okay. Well. No, when I, when I stop being friends with people, they ju- I just get blocked. So hmm. then that's clean and simple. I guess it depends on the person. I have blocked people, but. It takes a lot for me to unfriend someone to begin with. I only unfriend you or block you if you dick pick me. Don't do that. Right. That, We've had this discussion. Yeah. There's no it's, dick pics. I don't want tit pick either. I don't want any kind no, of body don't, parts. Don't give me in without, my DMs. Unless I specifically request so, it, then sure. Exactly. So, that's like, exactly. Hey. So no. that, that, picture, that picture of Dick Van Dyke I sent you should not have been blocked. sent. <laughs> You're blocked. I've been blocked by more people than I can count. But that's okay. I know who the good people are, and I know who the bad people are. Opie wants to be on camera for one second. Okay. Everyone say hello to Opie. Opie. Hi, Opie. Say hello, Opie. Say hello. Oh, he's going crazy. Oh, here comes Reba. Hold on. And there's Reba. Hello, hello, hello. Reba. Shit. Reba was actually. Opie, how are things in Mayberry? Look, Josh said. He said, what'd you say? What'd you say? How are things in Mayberry, Opie? How are they? Do you hear him? You would tell him something? <laughs> okay, I got I, I got One more? What do you oh, think it, of the oil baron's ball, Opie? What do you think? Uh, I don't have any I, I don't have any ball. I don't have any balls. I had he, them removed. He I loves Dallas. If, if it was up to me, he would have been JR and she would have been Sue Ellen. Oh my god. But that was next on someone's part. <laughs> but then but then he would have to cheat on, on Sue Ellen. Opie would never do that. Opie is my sweet baby. Get away from my food. Then, then, then he, then he can't be a Jr. If he's not a cheater. You know what? Been cute name Cliff. That would have been a cute oh, dog name. Oh, that would be a cute name. Yeah. Clifford. Oh my God! Now the mean wiener dog is the big. We just got a new dog red. and we named him Bella Lugosi. Oh, I was going to ask you what the name was, but what did you just call it, Bella? Bella we call him Lugosi because uh, uh, my, I like that. My son said that Bella was too basic of a name. <laughs> so I mean, we, I would call him Lugosi too. Yeah, Lugosi. I used to have a cat named Napoleon Dynamite, and we said <gasps> the whole thing, and the vet was like, "I fucking hate you." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Sorry, sorry." So I mean, Ray talks about Jock and everything like right. that, and I wonder if uh, Margaret and Jock are friends up there and. Yeah. The pastures beyond. Yeah. I mean That's a that's a little kinky. Like ghost be. sex? It could be. Oh. You don't know. <laughs> oh, that was kind of sweet. Um, and then we cut to the Southern Cross where Clayton and Linda have ridden off on the horses to give Dusty and Suellen a chance to really talk. Um, and then Suellen is pissed this morning. She's just like, I don't think we have anything to say. Manhattan, Kansas. Well, um, have to hmm? tell us more about that one. Someone in the, in the chat uh, talking about a place in uh, Kansas called Manhattan. Is that where that crappy clam chowder came from? That's tomato based. That's not really chowder. That's stew. Huh. At, anyhow. Anyhow. So, yeah, she's a little pissy. 
And he says that Linda is good for him and he's known her all his life. And uh, by the way, he didn't ask her to marry him until he found out that she was remarrying JR. And um, Swellen's pissed. Yeah, she doesn't think that's a very good reason, which, you know, it's not really. But basically, he got his Frankencock working because it wasn't a physical problem, it was psychological. And as soon as she was out of his life, start working Dust, again. Dusty, you're, you're digging yourself a hole. Yeah, yeah. Like, he just made it 10 times worse. He just made it so she's like, so is me. Like you couldn't get Dusty's it up digging his, for me. He's digging himself a hole that he couldn't pump his way out of. No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> as hard as he tried, he couldn't pump himself out of it. <laughs> oh, it, oh, it was hard. <laughs> well, it was after he left. So she's just like even more offended. She's like, so it's me. Okay. Cool story, bro. And um, so she's just like feeling rejected, you know, and probably just, I don't know, offended. And so, and he's just like, you know, but, you know, one night it worked. And she's like, well, lucky Linda. I bet she's like, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you harder. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh. fuck you too, Linda. <laughs> no, that's what Dusty's doing. And then he has the gall, the gall to ask her if JR really is the right person for her. I'm like, dude. And she's like, yeah, well, who else is there? Oof. Come on. Yeah. Clayton Farlow. <clears throat> Daddy? Daddy? Mm. No, no, no. No, Daddy. Mm-mm. Dusty did go off and get married really quick. Yeah, yeah, he did. And Isis often said that she's often felt that Linda was a rebound woman, but also Obviously. he's a lightweight and didn't want to be involved with Sue Ellen and Jr.'s mess. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fair. And also, like, yeah, I think that I think she he just didn't want to. I didn't. I don't think that he wanted to be that involved with anyone. Honestly, I think that they had a lot of feelings, and I feel like that was taking away from other things in his life. And he didn't want to do that, which sucks. He but was, he was probably getting off plenty, bouncing across the prairie on his horse. Okay. Sure. Oh, yes. And then we cut to JR. He's at lunch just convincing Punk to give out the scholarship. Quick scene. Quick scene. It's quick a quickie. Scene. Commercial. Commercial. Quickie. <laughs> which, which Sue Ellen would be lucky to get from Dusty after his. That's all she wanted. I think, God. I think, though, that a lot of it really was not helped when JR called him a sexual washout in the middle of cotton, uh, the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. I mean, it didn't help. Yeah. No, because it, no. it started playing. That's what started playing with his mind and wanting him to get back on the horse. Because then he started watching all those films. And- it is, yeah, it's like my manhood. What I need my danger noodle to start slithering again. Um, <laughs> okay, it so- was gross enough to make Sue Ellen leave the Southern Cross in yeah. the next scene. Swellen's getting the fuck out of Dodge. She she's Audi five hundred there. Um, so yeah, she's getting and- back to life. Back to reality. Ooh, Ace of Base. Yeah. Woohoo. Is that That's Ace of Base? Ace of Base. No. That. Oh, shit. It's not Ace of Base, but it's. No, oh, my that? God. Who is that? Who is that? Ace of Base. Whatever you want. That was on the last night playing bingo. Shit. 
was was his name? Oh, Snap. Is that right? No. No. Somebody looked that up. Somebody. That's that's the power. Somebody listening, look that up, please. Yeah. Someone. Soul to soul. That's it. Soul to soul. Soul to soul. Okay. Yep. Okay. Early nineties. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so she's getting back to life, back to reality. Clayton warns her again about JR, and she tells him she's also unsure about that, but she's literally just going to take it one day at a time. And what With Kyle? Valerie Bertinelli. With Valerie Bertinelli. And um, Clayton tells her basically, like, hey, FYI, I'm your ride or die. So, you know, and she says, well, you're the best man I've ever known. And I believe that 100%. If you ever need me. You're the best man that I've ever known. And I hope you know how much I love you. And I love you. And speaking of riding or dying, Ray is... Riding that lawnmower with that oiled up chest. Oh my God! Yes, he oiled up his chest to mow the lawn. Uh, Ma, come on now, Ray. Come on. What do we, Ray? Are you? <sighs> is he trying to give his aunt a thrill or something? There. I mean, she's sitting on the porch with her lemonade, watching her sweaty, shirtless nephew Ugh. mow mow the lawn with a with a non with a with a push mower, not one of those like. One that has the catch. It's, it's like one of those ones that you push back and forth, and it has the little round blades that cut everything and leave it. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, a manual one, not yeah. motorized. Yeah. We had one of those when we had a very small lawn. Yeah, uh, we had na- we had we had next door neighbors. They were so such goobers and nerds. the The sun <laughs> was the sun was away uh, at a. a a camp or something and he comes back and his father he was very excited because his father had a, a, a surprise a present for him and what it was was a manual lawnmower so that they would not be making noise while the son was studying wow i mean cool i bet that guy's making a lot of money now though probably i don't know probably no <laughs> Um, so yeah, so then, uh, Mickey comes and he comes in with a huge toot and Ray calls him out on being a lazy ass. That's right. And then Mickey mouse offs to his mom and then Ray loses his shit. And this is, I feel like we get the first view of Ray as psycho dad, of which we get a few times in this series. Yes. Yes. He goes psycho dad mode, like zero to 10. There's going to be. You're going to call, it's going to be yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, and yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. Attention. Hut, hut, hut. And Mickey's like, who the fuck are you? Like, you're like my cousin? Okay, whatever. I I know. I mean, he really kind of overstepped his boundaries, I think. And now, like, you're going to beat me up because I'm not going to mow the lawn? Like, okay. Lil was happy to see Ray take a firm hand. Yeah. And, um... She wishes Donna and Ray could stay longer, but that's really not going to happen. They've, they've. Yeah, what are they going to? What are they going to do in Emporia, Kansas? Right, mow the lawn. Are they going to? Are they? Are they going to open up a Tasty Freeze and let? Yeah, Ray's just going to be oiling up his chest the whole time. I mean, I guess. Yeah. And so then we cut to one main place where Marilee and Cliff are coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And 
she's just going over business minutia with him. And mm-hmm. then she wants him to go to the oil baron's ball, at, but not with her because she won't yeah, date him. Yeah, he thinks employee. he's asking – he thinks she's asking him out. And she's just like, oh, God, no, 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 no. Like, I'm not going to go with an employee. Please. An employee. <laughs> Mary Lee. She's a bitch. Mary, Mary. She's a bitch. <laughs> I mean, she's just a title bitch. You just can't even she get is. around it. A bitch. I know. I, uh, but it's like in such an amazing way sometimes where I'm like – Oh, 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 this. Oh, yes. Isis. I swear, I always, in all caps, wanted a showdown between Marilee and Sue Ellen. Once Sue Ellen was a business mogul. Oh, yes. That would have been awesome. That was a major missed opportunity in Mm -hmm. writing because all of crap that Marilee is a dish out in the earlier years that is true if we could have had like a because we had Marilee and sue ellen back when they were both like having tea at the doa DOA wallflowers yeah yeah. right but then like in the the, later years and and watercress sandwiches as jock ewing said right watercress sandwiches yeah Yeah, it's a women's thing them going toe-to-toe in the later years would have been amazing i mean but again there are so many missed opportunities mostly in the later years yeah, a very quick scene with Dusty. Yeah. Um, and Dusty asks where Swellen is, and Clayton just kind of like looks off into the middle distance, sighs, and says, gone. She's gone. <laughs> oh, Clayton. Now, this scene is the first scene where we see Bobby and Pam in this entire episode, it and is. we're three quarters of the way yeah. into the episode. Because they don't have any drama going on at the moment. So they can just, they're a happy couple for like once. Right. And nobody wants to watch a happy couple because it's boring television. I don't mind a happy couple. I mean, I mean, honestly, I think that means you're a more talented writer if you can find interesting stories with a happy couple. Karen and Mac on Knott's Landing were uh, together all the time. And they had these little comedic things where they, he went into his midlife crisis and they argued over whether the toilet paper goes up. Over the top or from under the bottom? It goes over the top. Thank you. Over the top. Over the top. There's no, I mean, there's no, no. If it changes it, I will change it back. I will too. I will too. I always do. The original patent. Has it over the top. Mm -hmm. Some people I know, they just leave it on the counter so it's sideways. Or just dangling from the back. Why you want to do that? We actually, I mean, this is probably TMI. We have to do that in my house right now because it's an older house and the toilet roll, toilet paper rolls are like too big for like the, the toilet paper thing. It's like built into the wall. So what did they have? Mini toilet paper for the Yeah. They didn't have like the double ply and all that back then. Our old house was like that. We shop at Costco for that mm -hmm. stuff. So yeah. So they they must've had mini toilet paper for the tiny, asses that they had back then i mean uh, smaller than mine now that much (laughs) (laughs) um oh good isis watched knots landing too i need to they did have their share of issues though usually from the outsiders poor kevin dobson rest in peace yeah yeah so everyone is dressed for the oil prom and they're waiting for ellie to come down and i would say pam's look is like Classic. Like this is when I think of 1982, I think of Pam's look in this scene. Okay, Off I agree shoulder. with you. And the and the ruffles, the ruffles. Yeah, I totally get it. But the they could have dressed Sue Ellen so much prettier. So this is where my grandmother's dressed at my brother's wedding. I'm no, not kidding. For sure. Like Sue Ellen is dressed like she is 
how old I mean, she is now, like an 80 year old. Yeah. I mean, and how old is she? Like 38? Jesus. But I don't, I don't I know what would, they were I thinking. Would, I would say the way they were all dressed up, they were dressed to the 29s, not just the nines. But, <laughs> but Larry Hagman does look good in a I mean, um, tuxedo. Yeah. But yeah, see, well, they could have done so much better. And, I'm sorry. And, and, and Bobby had and a blowout her. with his hair. Uh-huh. Like a nice blowout. And Ellie just has her. She has a nice it was the pink dress. Pink dress. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is it pink? Yeah, it's pink. It's like little sparklies. Which is the color underwear Lois Lane was wearing in Superman when she was interviewing Superman on the top of her penthouse. He okay. couldn't see through the lead. Yes. Hmm. She said, what color is my underwear? And he couldn't see in the lead plant. And then a little while later, she's asking him a question. And he goes, pink. Oh, that when she throws her- Oh, no, that's Niagara Falls. Never mind. <laughs> okay, so the next scene. Oil Baron's Ball. So it's champagne fountain. There's a sm- chocolate, like, I think there was a ch- chocolate fountain that was smaller than the champagne fountain. It was like an oil derrick. And there's like, I know. Oh, there's like big oil derricks with like fairy lights. And like, honestly, I know, like, Amy, I, yes. I love want these. to live inside that set. Like, that, like, just that is something I want to happen in my life as I want to go to an oil baron's ball. I want like, I, do I, w- too. I want to drink champagne from an, an oil derrick like fountain with champagne. Well, you would have to go now to the cattle baron's ball, which is obviously what it was based on. But there's not going to be an oil derrick with a thing. Like I, it'll be a moo cow. I mean, <laughs> if they ever do it, another it, Dallas reunion, yeah, like it, I want to be on the planning committee. I'm just, I'm going to call it now. Me, I want to be yeah, on the planning committee. Me too. Yeah. We, there's shit that we need it, to do. You, 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 you would have to milk the udders. And I, I have an idea. What? Um, no, Sarah said it was, it was a moo cow. A moo cow. cow. Mm-hmm. It's a moo yeah. cow. I will say yeah. though, it's too late now for the 45th, but I really think on the 50th, 50th. we should do, and that should be the reunion, an oil bar, baron's ball, Holy 50th shit. reunion. We have five years to plan it. Exactly. In five years to be like, we want a fucking committee. We want to be part I of it. I want a committee. I want a champagne fountain that is an oil derrick. And, I- and a chocolate fountain. And a chocolate fountain that's a little Derek. And like large. Oh, did you notice people started using the Dallas 45 hashtag finally? I saw it on something. Ideas. Who wants it? Who wants it? Let's do this. Ideas. We have all the ideas. Someone listen to us. Okay. Um, So Bobby and. Oh, everyone says hello to each other. And. uh, And they're nice. So then Bobby immediately thinks JR is up to something because he always is. And Ellie gets skirted away by Mavis and Punk to see her friends. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then JR and Sue Ellen go off to get a drink. Yeah, and he introduces her to Holly Hardwood as my ex and future wife, Sue Ellen. That's a um, bad thing, and Holly's a bitch. Ex- excuse me, um, could the writers have come up with a different name from her friend than Jordan instead of recycling Jordan Lee's first name? Mm. I mean, that's a popular name, Jordan. I don't know. But still, I don't know. They use the name Faraday a lot too. No, they do. They do. Yeah, I don't know. And then Bobby and Pam, while whilst dancing, bump into Clayton and Rebecca dancing, and then Pam gets super excited. She's like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! That's the perfect couple. That's oh my god!" She's like marrying them off together in her head. That moment. Yes, we we have people on here that say they would go to that event in a heartbeat. Heck yeah! Yeah, that would be fantastic. But we st- we still want to go down there in the fall and do a live podcast. I would very much like to do that. Yeah. 
I, I would and like an to overnight. Go, I would like to go to South Fork again. I would that would be very yeah. fun. And um, you notice there are a lot of uh, a lot more events happening there. The trade yeah, sh- monthly yeah. trade shows mm-hmm. and the um, lots of conventions. I'm going to post have a good uh, event to- person now, like a new person working on that stuff. Um, okay, so then we cut to Punk. He introduces Ellie to an old friend of his, Frank Crutcher. Played by Dale Robertson. Who he oh, okay, so he compliments Ellie and she calls him a used car salesman. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. And then JR and then, comes over and takes her away. Yeah, he wheels her away immediately. He's just like, uh no. Who is that? Oh, a, a, a friend of uh, Punk's and JR says, "Well, I, th- I thought Daddy was Punk's friend. Like, like, right. like Punk's only allowed to have one friend. Only one friend. He feels like he's not being a friend by having Jock's wife talk to another man because JR uh, has crut- crutchety crutcher some serious <laughs> issues. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I hate him. JR's got his uh, daddy issues big time. So. And as they're being carted, they cart her away. They run into the cartel table, which is oh, awkward. JR's a dick." As usual. Well, ding, ding, ding. And and as they walk away, Cliff says to himself, JR's not worth the trouble. He's not worth the trouble. And I'm like, Cliff, okay, good. This is Cl- like you're making sense, Cliff. Keep saying that. It's not. He's not. Don't feed the troll. Keep saying that for the next 10 years. If only. If only. If only. If only. Bobby Daniels' uh, late wife called Crutcher the dirty old man. I mean, it's not wrong. It's not no. wrong. Mm-hmm. And Dale, Rob- Dale Robertson was, was a good character actor in the roles he was in, which uh, I didn't happen to mention that. Uh, oh, yeah. What else is he in? Yeah. Oh, God. I skipped that whole section. Uh, he played Jim Hardy on Tales of Wells Fargo, succeeded Ronald Reagan as the host the of the bank. Western anthology series Death Valley Days. Played Walter Lankersham on the first season of Dynasty. Yeah, uh, Timothy Patrick Murphy also, um, he played Mickey, uh, and um, he enjoyed the relationship uh, playing with with Ray. Prior to Dallas, Murphy appeared on the miniseries uh, Sentinel and The Seekers, and he was on Search for Tomorrow. He also went to co-star alongside Morgan Brittany in the serial Glitter. And played young Michael Landon in Landon's 1984 autobiographical movie, Sam's Son. And sadly, Murphy died of AIDS in 1988 at 29 years old. Yep. And he, his partner was Mark Patton, who um, was the main actor in A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. And um, they talk a lot about him, Timothy Murphy, in the documentary about Mark Patton called um, Scream Queen. J.J. Starbuck. That's the other one I was trying to think of. Yeah, I remember him on uh, Dale Robertson on J.J. Starbuck. Yeah, he had that funny accent on there. He was talking. (laughs) Texan with a bunch of marbles in his mouth. So then we cut away from the um, back to Emporia, Kansas, where Ray wonders what he can do to turn things around for the Trotter boy. Trotter boy. Donna's like, we're here for like three days. You're not going to be able to do anything. Just like maybe leave it alone. Leave it alone. You didn't want to really come. You just want to 
yeah. cut ties with this whole section yeah. of your life and just poor little poor, poor Aunt Lil, who's what, 50, 51, but looks like she's 70. Um, this she, is she, sad. She has a way of getting to Raymond. Yeah. And he says he has to try because he's family. Okay. I, I feel like Lil is raised kryptonite in a way. She just breaks him down. And kind of. He just feels guilty really easy around her. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get back to the speech. Speech. Yes. Speeches. Oh, Baron's ball. Punk goes up to the mic. Is this on? He thanks everyone for coming to the 30th annual Oil Baron's Ball. And uh, so it was started in 1952. That's good to know. Some trivia. Um, and he says they're there tonight to honor Jock, who has been his friend since he was a kid. And then he tells the story of Jock giving him the name Punk because his real name is Marvin. Yes. Marvin. Now, this being the 30th, maybe they should do a anthology series and just – do all 29 other balls. Each balls. episode would be oh a different God. ball. <laughs> yes. Yes. See, we can expand this Dallas universe the, the way that our idea the way for, that's, for having it start like in, in the 60s and having flashback like it would be so I, good. I, so I that, many options. Even if there are just mini series things like Taylor Sheridan has done yes. with Yellowstone. Yes. 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 Exactly. Well, because everything is limited. Everything these days is a limited run. It's more like um, European TV, which is good because it means like you can tell the story and it's much quality over quantity. Yes, quality over quantity. Much so, I believe that. Yes. Yes. Taylor Sheridan has another spinoff of Yellowstone coming with Matthew McConaughey. I have not watched any of Yellowstone yet, and I need. I'm gonna like one day binge it. Yellowstone, Yellowstone is my favorite. I have only watched like two episodes of 1923. Is that right? Yep. I just, I can't get into it. Helen Mirren though, she's badass. No, I mean, they, they're they great actors. Don't get me wrong. I mean, what I saw was great. I just, I just don't have the time and I pick and choose. And, and, and it keeps bouncing back and forth between Africa and I, there. And, that's what and Scott then the, was saying. And then the, the uh, abuse towards the students in the church school. And those mm. ev- evil nuns. And then it's just, you're wondering where it goes, and it's hard to follow at first, but mm. stick with it because at the it's only eight episodes. And then there's the next season that they're filming for eight more episodes to wrap it up. Yeah. Before, the, before they move on to 1940s and 1960s. So are these like, because so, I haven't watched any of it, is, is it like the same family and they're picking up characters like later? Yeah, they, they start the same, present day, and then they show the dad present day when he was a kid okay on the okay. second show they're okay. going backwards okay. and then now they're going forwards is that what they're yeah. doing no oh, that's cool. no 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 okay. or middle no they no they didn't no the first uh spinoff was all the way back in 1883 yeah okay. so it was oh that's what i'm like, thinking of okay. it was like way back yeah so it goes all the way back then it comes to 1923 so what's the one with matthew mcconaughey gonna be uh they haven't announced yet but they're gonna do ones in the 1940s and the 1960s Gotcha. And I love I love the little kid in the uh, that plays the young Dutton in the eighteen eighty three. Yeah, he I know. is so yeah, he's adorable. Has a great accent, and he goes up to his mother and says, "I mean, what does that mean?" It means a severe spanking if you uh, say it again. <laughs> That's pretty much what my dad told me. <laughs> so back to yeah, back to Marvin. Right. 
Um, so then oh, he. Oh, yeah. Beth, Beth is badass on Yellowstone. Uh, oh, saying. yeah. Yes. So he, annou- he announces that the Jack Ewing Memorial Scholarship will be given out to four students at SMU. Um, I'm guessing starting next year. Um, yeah. And um, he doesn't know what Jock would say in this moment. So he's going to have Ellie speak for him. And then we get just the slow clap versus Bobby. <laughs> and then JR. And then what? And then all of a sudden, everybody's clapping, and it's so good. I, even, I need to make that into like a gift. So yes, yes, do even reluctantly that Cliff the Barnacle Barnes is clapping too. I mean, yeah, yeah, you gotta. Yep, slow clap for Ellie. So Bobby and Jr. join her on stage, and um, I I just want to say like because oh. The whole worry about them doing the scholarship, announcing the scholarship was like, they didn't want to put like Ellie on the spot. They didn't want Ellie to freak out. I feel like there was a middle ground between doing it and then like literally like making her be the person that talks, you know, or like giving her a heads up. Yeah. I don't know. But she handled it like a champ. She did handle it by a champ, like a champ with her boys next to her. Um, And then she gives a great speech. Ellie always speaks well. She does. A speech as opposed to silently emoting. Right. Which is what she also does well. She does that very well as well. Yeah. And then afterwards we cut to a portrait of Jock and in the living room of South Fork as they're all having a nightcap. And I love nightcaps. A nightcap. And Ellie proposes a toast to Jock Ewing. And then she drops her bomb. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. Uh, it's, she says she's going to call Harv in the morning. It's time to lay Jock to rest legally. Freeze frame Ellie. <laughs> Freeze frame Ellie. So do we Freeze still get to drink? And, yeah, we have to drink twice because it's not JR. Oh, because, and, oh, there you and go. And, and, and scene. And, and scene. And scene. Okay, before we do our ratings, I think that we should do some awards for um, the Oil Baron's Ball. So we should do like... Um, who was who? Who had the uh, most classic dress or outfit? I won't even say dress. Who had the most classic outfit at the Oil Baron's Ball this year? All right, wait. Classic or classic fit to that time era? Because that would be Pam. Okay, it's like a vote. Okay, Pam. Yeah, because then Josh. we have Pam. I think. Ellen. No. Sue Ellen? <laughs> So is that my grandmother again? My grandmother. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I just have to and Ellie's stir the pot a little. Enough. It had no it sparkles wasn't. on it. No rhinestones. She, no glitter. She, all, all, this talk, all this talk. All this talk. I know. And Mavis was talking it up. And for episodes, like um, this dress of Ellie's is going to be so amazing. And then it's it was gonna just going to knock like, your socks off. But at least it wasn't so- T length. Like she always wears, like to the yeah, mid calf. At least true. it was long and it was flowy, silky, but it was too plain. It looked like a dress you could cut off and wear to church. Our it 80s wasn't last even a- they're, glad, they're glad they did this tribute to Jock since he never got a funeral. That's true. Yeah. I'm yeah. surprised they didn't do like a, a just a, some sort of let's lay him to rest memorial uh, or something. That, I kind of thought that would be an episode back you then. You know, you know. But, uh, I think as the series goes on, Ellie should have released her own line of uh, sack dresses. 
I actually like Ellie's dresses. I would totally wear Ellie's dresses. I'm just gonna say you would wear her sack dresses. I would. I would. I like the Peter Pan collar. I would totally wear that shit. But that's I like me. when she Tra- rides the the cycle. Bobby Daniels said that uh, little- a very important point. Travilla has not arrived yet, so the Travilla. glitter and glam will come soon. The twin Travilla comes like the outfits just one one name like Halston. Oh Travilla Halston. And that, Travilla. I believe the year that they put out the South Fork collection. With Deborah Nard was a modeling some of it too. Yeah, and, and I have been trying to get some of that stuff because I would like to own some of that, but I think it only came out in the UK, so it's like paying UK shipping. Wait, little- whoa, Becca, and what? There was a line of clothes called the South Fork Collection in like 1985. Mm. And I, I remember yeah. that famous shot of Deborah Nard modeling some of it. Yeah, uh, and it's I, all this like fancy, and it was um, design. I don't, I can't remember the designer, but it was some fancy designer. And like even, I've seen them on like Poshmark and eBay, and they're not cheap still to this day. And I'd like do it, but then I had to pay like thirty bucks because it was like shipping from the UK. It's because they're classic. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I just want all the them. I just want all the old headline newspapers and have a collection of them. That Put them on my wall. Amazing. Okay, who is the most extra? Who was the most extra at the Old Bears Ball? What do you mean most extra? I was uh, going to say Linda, but that's not – she wasn't at the Old Bears <laughs> um, I'll tell you oh, what it, was extra, oh, Holly oh, Harwood's t- hair. Holly Harwood's It was, was like swooped over and then – Yeah. Extra is like over the top. So, yeah, Holly Harwood's hair. It's like she pulled hair. it up on the way in because she was fucking in the parking lot. That's what it looked like. I mean, oh, maybe. Ian McPherson said, if I can get it, I will bring it over and save your shipping costs. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh. That'd be amazing. Totally. That'd be so uh, I'm looking. Um, I'm looking right now. <laughs> I yeah. I've been looking. I saw one years ago, and I almost bought it because it was like this black dress. So I would have worn it. It was perfect. It was my size, everything. And I just didn't. I don't know why. I was just like, well, I don't know if I need a Dallas dress. What, what am I going to do? What would Dallas our listeners dress? like to see from us if we were to do a live podcast at South Fork? Oh yeah, well, yeah. What do you guys want to see? Like, or what haven't we done that you guys would like us to do? Do, we, do you want us to? We'll make Josh wear a cowboy hat and ascot and Texas two-step. Would I have to get shot? Would I get thrown in the pool? No, you need to wear a safari outfit. I'm serious. Oh, yeah. You want to wear a safari outfit and then a Stetson hat. Yeah. And an ascot. I want to have, like, a party at South Park. Like, not a big party. Like, you can do a party at six or more. Like like a little pool party. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, I'm going to give my rating. I am giving this a very rare – this could be my very first – I'm not sure. Maybe second. Five bourbon episode. And so I'm getting it five bourbons and um, a oil Derek champagne fountain. I knew you were going to say that. And oh. as well, this is my very first five. And I love oil bearings. Probably y'all all going to get five. But yes, five bourbons. And I am going to say it is... <sighs> Sue Ellen's ugly dress. I, I can't. So, it's just she's so, so much more posh than she's that. So and I just, I'm so disappointed. Like, uh, and, and as we get through these, I'm going to start doing like a collection of the dresses for each oil bearings. Like I would categorize. Oh, that's a good idea. I would it's categorize her dresses matronly. That's, that's it. Matronly. matronly. And it's not her. Right. Uh, I don't no. understand why they put that Sue on Sue Ellen's her. like hot. Like let her be hot. Yes. Huh? Yes. Uh, I give it a two. Uh, no. I'm just, oh, oh my God. I'm going to go with a five and an APB on Bobby and Pam for the first 45 minutes of the episode. <laughs> but definitely an APB on them because I, I, I don't know about anyone out there uh, 
in our live tonight, uh, or anyone that might listen to this later, if they notice the lack of Bobby and Pam for the first 45 minutes. I did not until you said that the other day on our group chat. chat. Next week, next week is Jock's Will. Jock's Will. Da, da, da. That I is can't quite a- remember it, but I'm not sure that's one of my favorites. It is season six, episode five, episode 108 of the series. Jock's and Will. I really think that... Um, this episode coming up, actually, I just want to uh, do a, a momentary preview just to prepare people. It aired at 9 p.m. and was followed at 10 p.m. by a special Friday episode of Knott's Landing. Hmm. Ted, Shackelford, Ted Shackelford appeared in the Dallas episode, and Larry Hagman, Patrick Duffy, and Eric Farlow appeared in the Knott's Landing episode, which was number four for the week. Hmm. Jock's Will was not the last Dallas storyline to spill over into Knott's Landing. It was on, like, That's, right after Dallas on Friday night? Yep. They aired back-to-back mm-hmm. because they crossed over. Gary had come in from the Will. Dang. And then he was back at the hotel, and Abby was waiting for him in Dallas. But I just remember she never went, that, da- that she never went was to South Fork. Thursdays. Okay. Thursdays. Thursdays. It was a school night. I couldn't watch it. Yes. She never went to... Um, South Fork, she stayed at the hotel and told Gary to go see his mother without her, Abby. Uh, okay. And in the same episode of Not Sending, Valine was on her book tour for Capricorn Crude, and she was in a bookstore in Dallas hmm. in the same hotel. Hmm. So it would be kind of interesting to just kind of cross-reference a little bit. Yeah. I might have to do some research. Yeah, and... yeah, that'd be cool. Okay. Isis was allowed to stay up and watch Not Landing. <laughs> He had nicer parents than mine because I was not. I think my bedtime was eight o'clock on school nights at that point. And no, it's I, nine. I could stay up later on weekends or on Friday nights. That's how I could watch Dallas, was because I could stay up till Dallas was oh, over okay. and then I had to go to bed. Mine so you was were no, nine. Falcon, no Falcon Crest for you. No, I didn't. No, I didn't watch Falcon Crest. I never did. Mine was nine, but on Wednesdays I could stay up till ten because Quantum Leap came on nine to ten, and we all loved it. Have you watched? The, have you watched the new Quantum Leap? Mm-hmm. I, I heard it was good, but I have not watched it. Oh, I, I've I didn't watch the original except for the uh, episode when he le- when he leaped into um, Lee Harvey Oswald. That was That's my favorite. That's the best episode. That mm-hmm. I had that one on tape from like the early nineties when that was. On I have it on VHS somewhere. That was like right in the middle of my high school obsession with the Kennedy assassination. Both uh, series are on um, Peacock. Yeah. So I so now that I've I finished season one, out. which which does really reference uh, the original series a lot, and does Sam it? and okay. Al, oh, okay. Al's daughter is in the new series. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll have to give that a shot. And um, I, I might go back and watch the original series over over the summer. That's a good one so. to watch. Okay, well, thank you everyone for coming to this. I feel like this has been our biggest live so far. This has been really fun and exciting. Maybe uh, might go live again for a. Maybe there's a wedding coming up that we might go Ooh, live for. I wonder if there's a wedding coming up. Maybe. So we'll have to do something so, special balls, for the bar- wedding. Balls, barbecue, balls, barbecues, weddings, and season finales. Season finales. And yeah. Maybe rodeos. We'll see. Okay. Well, thank you again, guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye, y'all. Y'all come back now, you hear? <laughs> yeah, bye.
on Dallas. Jock's gone, and it's it's time to let the court make it official. I have a notion that you know something. Daddy was a fair man, and if you think he would have slighted his first and eldest, you never knew Jock Ewing. That will is going to determine who finally owns Ewing Oil. If Daddy gave him back the company, then you and I are going to get out of here. Bobby. I'm not going to sit around and watch him take over again. A company the size of Ewing Oil can have only one man at the helm. That's got to be...